Hello, friends and fans of Friends with Food. Over the summer, we recorded these two interviews with two of our most dedicated fans and are just getting it to you now. Hey, better late than never. Thanks for listening and enjoy. This podcast contains strong language. Listeners, be advised. Well, you like friends and you like food, so how about friends with food? With Zoe and Heather. Welcome. This is Friends with Food, the podcast about the show Friends and recipes inspired by it. We are your hosts. I'm Zoe. And I'm Heather. Welcome to our bonus episode. First up, our interview with our friend, Anna. Anna is one of our most devoted listeners. She's always so supportive of all of my artistic projects, and it's been really fun getting her feedback as we go and just kind of engaging with her. She's always really thoughtful about that. Um, So I wanted to invite her on and just uh, check in with her and kind of hear some of her thoughts over the course of our first season. So welcome, Anna. Yay. Thank you for having me. It's been it's been a fantasy. I think every time I listen, every episode I've listened to, which is every single one, I'm like, oh, what would I say if that was me? <laughs> ah, I love that. So well, I'm you. bummed we didn't get we didn't have a chance due to scheduling issues to have you on as a full on guest this season. But you never know what may happen in the future. We are delighted to to chat with you. And Anna is a dear dear friend of mine from high school. So yeah, which is actually around the era that I first watched Friends. Um, so before we get any further, let's ask, I know, Anna, I know you mentioned you don't really watch Friends. So what, um, I'd love it if you'd tell us a little bit about your relationship with the show Friends. So let's see, season five, that's 1999 mm-hmm. that it came out. So in 1999, I had lived in the United States for two years. Mm-hmm. I had moved here from uh, Latvia in 97. And I don't know if, Maybe like I spoke English at that point, but I don't know if maybe I didn't know enough to -hmm. get the humor. Mm -hmm. I I knew of it. I saw it on, but I just never clicked with it. And I didn't, I didn't see it as like a cool kid thing to do. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and at that point in my life, I was very focused on like, what's the cool kid thing to do? So I was watching shows yeah. like Daria is mm-hmm. probably my yeah. favorite. Oh my gosh. So very good. like MTV focused, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon focused. Prior to that, it was like uh, Princess Warrior, Xena, Princess Warrior. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I didn't grow up watching it in high school. Same thing. I thought it was kind of a nerdy show. Yeah. Uh, same thing in college. And <laughs> really, honestly, until listening to your podcast, did I find myself enjoying it? Because I really, wow. truly enjoyed listening to every episode. And as you talked about the jokes, I found myself laughing at things and going online and looking up the outfits or looking mm. up the gestures or whatever, you know, whatever <laughs> the jokes were. Um, Amazing. So yeah, so thank you for um, giving me an opportunity to to understand why people like the show so much. It is so <laughs> incredibly successful. Did you have a chance to watch any friends throughout the episode uh, throughout the season of the podcast or were you just living vicariously I was living vicariously (laughs) so impressed by that honestly I'm so impressed that you have just been like so engaged and such a such a great fan of the show um without watching along I just I love that it's so cool so thank you (laughs) oh my gosh and my pleasure and what's been really interesting to see so I work at an elementary school the oldest kids are like it's up to second grade so the oldest kids are eight years old and there's literally kids wearing friends t-shirts like even now the show you know the show is still going so strong and yeah almost like I feel like having a new wave of popularity and I think I've heard so many of your guests saying that their kids discovered the show and they kind of together and uh, that just kind of blows my mind I love that totally so yeah, did you have a favorite? <laughs> did you have a favorite episode of the podcast, or like a favorite like joke or comedy part that stood out to you? Or my favorite two, 
uh, I think the first one, I don't know which episode it is, but it was an episode where it was just, I think you and Heather, Zoe mm-hmm. and Heather talking together about the show. And um, I'm trying to remember more about it. It just kind of came to me because that's not what I was going to say. Oh, wow. But I think yeah. I just love hearing your conversation and mm-hmm. it was kind of outside the the outline of um, mm-hmm. that you usually mm-hmm. follow and it was just really more of a natural uh flow back and forth and talking about I think you did some shout outs and yeah I love that I was oh just, cool just such a nice vibe but uh speaking of nice vibes um <laughs> I don't know if it's episode 20 but it was episode 20 of friends the mm-hmm. one where the meatball sandwich steals the show yeah, oh, yeah. Claire Rice and Neil Higgins and oh man it's that one was such a gem and it's like yeah it uh, was I it makes me think of the Maya Angelou's quote like people won't remember what you said but they'll remember how you made them feel mm, and I love that that episode was so much fun and I felt like you were having so much fun and yeah. it didn't matter what we were talking you know what you were talking about um I'm like what we were talking about because that's why I love the show is I feel I like I'm that. hanging out with you when I listen to it 100 um, percent you are you're just having so much fun and I think that episode also really like not only did you dive into the the show itself mm-hmm. but each guest had so much to offer, whether it was talking about comedy or cooking or like, I don't know, just anything else. Um, I just remember when I finished listening to it, I felt like I was glowing and so excited. Ah, I love that. That was an amazing episode. And I remember after we recorded that, I mean, they were cracking me up, but I also felt like I was so funny. Like Mm -hmm. it was episode where their energy and and of course yours too Heather and just like the whole experience I was like it made me feel like I was really like funny and spark I don't know there's just something about like being around someone that kind of makes you feel good about yourself (laughs) you know what I mean that whole episode was just like such a party to to oh yeah yeah I mean they they are good energies in general but they're also great laughers so I'm sure (laughs) that your jokes were funny but they also are (laughs) just ever more encouraging. They are totally. great friends to yeah. have in an audience when you're doing a show. You're like, oh, Claire and Neil here are yeah, here. <laughs> totally. They were so great. Um, and yeah, I will say also, Anna, just like kind of um, the whole show more holistically, it's amazing all the topics that have come out of this concept. You know what I mean? Like all the things we've talked about just with like friends and food as a jumping off point, it has really been a really cool, <laughs> a really cool very you know, widely varied, um, Mm -hmm. experience, which has been so great. Um, do you, is there a, like a a nineties or a news or a nostalgia thing from the season that stood out that you remember? For me, it's definitely the fashion. Mm, I think I don't know much about theater or comedy. I, yeah, I just, so I've actually learned some things about clown, is it clown one clown two? Oh yeah and started yeah. noticing that nice. when i'm watching television i'm like yes. oh they're doing the clown thing yes um, that's my mission in life is to like decode <laughs> the clown for everyone anyway go on sorry absolutely and the like plot abc like that mm-hmm. was new to me and just thinking about what it called opens anyways all, all of that yeah as you know so that was kind of a learning edge but the fashion always, I think whatever I'm watching, that's something I'm really interested in. Yeah. And again, like the nineties being a time where I'm like, just, you know, kind of becoming an adolescent, moving to yeah. the United States, what's cool, what's in. Yeah. And for me, the nineties fashion, the, really the like R&B, hip hop and the skater fashion. Yeah. And really mm-hmm. in those two, like what's still, I'm like, just gets at my heart every time. It's like thinking of TLC, the yeah. like silhouettes of like a tiny, yes. sparkly, crazy top. And then these giant pants yeah. you know, <laughs> that are like probably shiny or they ha- like, there's some kind of asymmetrical thing going on with a giant sneaker. Like yes. that's 
still speaks to me. And whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, that is so hot. Like that is I love it. more, more of that. And I think that's another reason why I didn't vibe with friends mm-hmm. is their fashion is pretty, there's a certain preppiness to it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Super preppy. Yeah. I found myself doing a little bit of research after like, as we were, you know, as the show was unfolding, your show was unfolding. And again, like something I never thought about, but you hire somebody to do all the outfits and that like each friend had a different color scheme that they Mm -hmm. were usually dressed in that I I never noticed and have kind of their own look. And then now as an adult, when I look back on it, what I appreciate is how fancy the clothes was that they were wearing. Like everything was, you know, name, some kind of famous name and real leather and yeah very very fancy like now as an adult I'm like oh that brown boring outfit is like that's a nice outfit (laughs) yeah that's so funny yeah totally oh my gosh I was just as you were talking about the 90s fashion I don't know if you had a chance to go watch the music video for Monica's the first night but highly recommend if you haven't checked it out that was a song that was number one on the charts for like five weeks towards the beginning of the season and the costumes are all different variations on white t-shirts and khaki pants with like the girls (laughs) being more kind of what you're describing and anyway it's amazing it's hilarious and it's amazing you should go watch it it sounds like something I would have wanted to wear when I was 12 totally yeah totally (laughs) yeah I could see you in it for sure (laughs) oh my gosh so you know recently I went through uh, a scrunchie phase where I had like a hundred scrunchies love that (laughs) I have several of them they're amazing (laughs) yeah see 90s are back exactly seriously yeah, a lot. I felt like as I was looking more and more through it, I was realizing just how much of the things that are in and chic or, you know, in yeah. fashion right now are all mm-hmm. 90s based. And yeah. It's so funny. Um, So I'd love to talk a little bit about your thoughts on the food element of the show. But before that, I just want to ask you to share with our listeners, what kind of a cook are you or how would you describe yourself as a cook? I would say I'm an intuitive cook and uh, recipes are suggestions or starting off points for imagination. I love that. Uh, I'm also an intuitive baker, which I don't know if there's such a thing. Oh, for sure. I think I make everyone super nervous when I'm baking because I'm just throwing things in. Yes. Um, And therefore, I'm not a very good baker, but... Yeah, Um, it's a little easier when cooking than baking. I've had that experience also. (laughs) And I'll say, I'm also a very particular eater. Like some Mm -hmm. of it is diet related. Like I don't eat any, uh, I should say not diet related, but like like health health, health things. Um, So like I don't eat dairy and there's some other like random things. Like I don't eat garlic. I'm one of those people that can't have garlic. Yeah, Um, I get it. And I had an unusual year so usually I make dinner almost every night but Mm -hmm. um this year because I was I started a new job and I was planning my wedding my wedding day um I basically stopped cooking so unfortunately I have not actually tried as many of the recipes Mm -hmm. as I would have liked totally normally I would um but I definitely found myself feeling inspired, like listening to an episode and hearing what you guys made and then coming home and being like, you know what, I'm going to cook tonight or like, nice. I'm going to just, I have some, get some salmon next time and make the schmear, you know, just yeah. some stuff yes. together. I love that. So yeah, that brings me to my next question. I know you did try the schmear and you made a non-dairy version of that, which I love. Um, did you make that more than once actually? I did because I was, well, because it's great. And because (laughs) I was experimenting with non-dairy cream cheeses, like they really vary in Mm -hmm. flavor. Mm, Like a tofu one is kind of more like cream cheese. It's a little bit more got that plainness to it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like a cashew based cream cheese is almost sour. Interesting. Yeah. um, So I recommend using the tofu basic cheese for the schmear and I love how versatile it is like there's so much different stuff you can throw in or take out or whatever you have in hand 
Um, and I loved hearing your story about living in Alaska and how that's like what everybody brings to the yeah. barbecue or whatever. Cause I'd never, I've never heard of the schmear before. So totally so much for sharing that. I love that. I love that you made that. And then, um, yeah, I, I know you meant, you just said you, you know, haven't had a chance to cook as much this year as you normally would have liked. Are there other recipes that kind of stood out as ones that you're like excited to maybe try or something like that? I took a lot of inspiration from the nibble board episode. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm forgetting great. your, who's your friend that was on. Oh there? yeah. BB. BB. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my yeah, God. She's, she's such a gem, like such a pleasure. Oh, she's just amazing. To. Totally. Um, so I definitely found myself coming home and putting things on the board. And in, in general, that's something I'm into for mm-hmm. like any holiday family get together. I put together, um, like a charcuterie board style yes. thing. So that kind of went hand in hand. Perfect. And then another thing I took inspiration from is the fried rice. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So That's I awesome. actually think I made something more of like a veggie style one. Yeah, um, totally. A couple of times. That's awesome. I love that. And I seriously contemplated buying a waffle maker. Yeah. <laughs> I've not gotten there yet. But... I got it. I will say as someone who owns a waffle maker, I rarely make waffles in it, but I make a lot of other things in it and like brownies. Yeah. Um, I, I of course can't think of anything else besides brownies right yeah. now. You can make brownies in a waffle maker? You can make Why like not? anything. Oh my gosh. Actually, Anna, it's funny because I was just talking to your friend Kayla about this exact thing at your wedding. And how you can make anything in the waffle maker. And like, you can make like hash browns. Oh, ha- yeah, that's the other one. What? One of my favorite ideas, I haven't tried it. And also it rhymes. So it's just really fun is to make falafel, to make a falafel waffle. <laughs> falafel waffle. <laughs> because think about it, it has so much more service area for crispiness yeah. and like divots for like tahini or whatever sauce. Mm-hmm. And it like probably incredible. fits better in a sandwich or a gyro or whatever. This is you your sign. Like anything in your yeah. This, this is, is your, your sign. sign. This is my sign. Buy it. So true. <laughs> is there like a cookbook? Because if there isn't, Zoe, I feel like this this is there actually is, is. I love that idea, but there actually is a cookbook called Will It Waffle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that title. Mm-hmm. Will it waffle? And it's literally about all the things that will waffle, which is everything. Okay. I have some research to do after yeah. this. So just after this call. I'll just leave that there. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. The in the waffle maker though, Heather. Oh my gosh. Because, you know, it's when like you get the corner edge. piece. Yes. Yeah. And so like every, every bite is a corner piece. Amazing. Mm. And also we've done, we haven't done hash browns, but we've done tater tots, which is basically. Mm. Yeah. That's basically. And it's, yeah. and you just get, you just make a big circle crispy thing at tots. It's great. That sounds so good. I love this story. amazing Anna is there anything else any other reflections or thoughts comments feedback well I think because this is like a clown inspired show right or it has a clown element to it I don't know I don't know if this is a Gabby Bernstein quote or an Mm. Abraham Hicks quote Mm -hmm. but uh measure some of our favorite spiritual teachers Mm -hmm. spiritual drop Um, yeah measure your success by how much fun you're having Mm. and your best moments, your best episodes are when you're having the most fun, you know, whatever that is, whether it's clown or it's fashion or it's the news or, you know, whatever it is. And uh, it's been so much fun listening to the show. And I hope, I hope there's more of something, you know, whatever, whatever, whether it's more friends or it's another show or, something totally different yeah I'm going to put you on the spot what do you want to see more of Mm. what would you want from us I mean I would totally be down for another season of friends like I feel like I'm watching friends through you at this point (laughs) I will not I will not watch it it on my own is the thing so now I'm like (laughs) love it so much on you what happens next um it is quicker to watch it on your own it's just much throwing that out there (laughs) but we appreciate your enthusiasm yeah exactly 
no one will explain anything to me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll watch it. But you know, the other day I was I was texting Zoe because I was watching yeah. Seinfeld, also a show I never ever mm-hmm. watch. Mm-hmm. But is oh my god, the amount of jokes in there and also yeah. the fashion. By the way, they have such distinct fashion. I yeah, right. Anyways, that had me really interested. But yeah, that was kind of a show that stood out to me. It would also be really hilarious if you did one of the shows that was like at the top Nielsen ratings that you're always talking oh about. Oh my gosh, that would uh, be like funny. Frasier or whatever. Yeah, have an <laughs> ER like, episode. Really it's not ER. funny at all. Oh my gosh. I So I did an episode of um, This Is Rad podcast, another podcast uh, with Kyle, who was also a guest on our show. And they, we were like riffing on all possible, like new show ideas for me and Heather. And one was like, I think it was like phrasing with Frasier. I don't know. Like the title didn't quite come together, but something about Frasier with brazing, like Frasier with Frasier. I don't know. It didn't really work. But, but like Seinfeld and salads was thrown around yeah. or whatever. Uh, Seinfeld. Wow. Wow. Okay. Seinfeld and salads. I mean, yeah, the new challenge would, I guess, would have to be you'd have to make a salad for everything. I love salad, obviously. So (laughs) I think that'd be fine. But um, let's stretch the boundaries of the definition of the word salad. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) I have a salad, as you both know, I have a salad hashtag on Instagram, salad at midnight. And a lot of times people post something and they're like, this kind of counts as a salad, right? And I'm always (laughs) like, a salad is what you feel in your heart. <laughs> a salad is a state of mind. Like someone will post something that's like very loosely considered salad. And I'm like, sure, it looks great to me, honey. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm very inclusive when it comes to salad yes. identifying dishes. Um, and I will say just as a little tease or a tantalizer or something to just put in your pipe Ooh. and smoke. Is, is it titillating? Yes, we are kind of uh, marinating on the idea of maybe doing a series of one-off episodes where our guest chooses a show and then we just do one episode of that show with How our fun. guest. Um, so fun. That's if awesome. there's a show that you are interested in, let us know. We would definitely love to have you on for an episode sometime. That is awesome. I would be, I'm like, let's do Daria. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I don't. That show was amazing and I never I loved hear anything Aria. about it anymore. That's so true. I re- I did rewatch it sometime in the last like five or six years and it's still so incredibly good. I absolutely love that idea. Amazing. Well, Anna, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and for being such an amazing listener and supporter of us. You're the best. We love you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And absolutely. Thanks for everything you're doing and bringing a little bit more laughs into the world. Absolutely. Yay. Yay. Great. Great. And now for our interview with special guest and super fan and my mother, Pam Kellogg. I'm ready. <laughs> I love Hi, it. Zoe. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So our guests, can can you introduce yourself, guests, and your relationship to us? Well, Hi, my name is Pamela Kellogg, and so Heather happens to be my daughter. Favorite and daughter. <laughs> you spoke. Yes. Yeah, her, her favorite daughter. And uh, the, the third of three. So she's the, the baby. That's right. But also the favorite. The favorite. <laughs> Which is daughter. Yeah. The favorite youngest daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Mom, thank you so much for being here. To our listeners, Pam Kellogg is a Uber fan. And a lot of our conversations over the last year have been her saying, oh, I'm listening to this, the newest episode, or I just finished the newest episode. And so I wanted to have mom, I wanted to have you on to celebrate you as a great fan, but also I know how much you love the, the podcast. Well, part of the loving the podcast, I have to thank you guys. And I honestly wanted to start this way by saying thank you both because you brought laughter and paradigm shifting, um, learning as we were talking about, you know, you were talking about comedy and the different 
parts of comedy and TV and what makes us laugh. So, but so often, I mean, I'd be, I'd, uh, truth be told, I'd be like in the gym working out and literally laugh out at folks around me and go, oh, this gal is weird. But <laughs> That's at least the she's- best. <laughs> hey, it's but the weird I'll ones don't still, get the weird ones don't get murdered at the gym, mom. Exactly. So you're doing you're protecting I, yourself. That is true. Everybody's got them <laughs> backs away. Exactly yep. right. That's One way to get for. on the equipment. There you go. <laughs> so, anyways, I want to thank you guys because I can just no, I can't even imagine um, the work involved and the background and your guests and all that. So it's just been a really fun ride for me. And uh, so anyways, thank you in advance because um, it just, it brought a lot of joy. And my goodness gracious, when we talk about headlines, no matter whether it was 90s or today, (laughs) you guys, we all need to laugh, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So true. So true. Yep. We need to spark joy. So um, you really have. Well, thank you so much. That makes me really happy to hear. Good, good, good. Well, we like to ask all of our guests this. Mom, what is your relationship, if any, to the TV show Friends? Well, that's a great question because as I listened to your guests, I kept thinking, what is my relationship to Friends? And like (laughs) so many of your guests, not. I don't, I certainly did not watch it in the 90s on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Did not sit down on Thursday night because we You're had a little three busy. kids in the house. <laughs> I was working. And so we had homework and baths and, you know, studies and all that going on. And so I think when I've seen friends would be almost, um, you know, like in a rerun, like maybe in a mm-hmm. hotel or something like that. But what's awesome is that, and your guests would say the same thing, when you guys would talk about a show, it sounded familiar. And yes, Mm -hmm. somehow, somewhere in the universe, I'd seen at least a tidbit of that, you know? Totally. And yeah, so it was, but the other thing, even though I wasn't a consistent watcher, the way you guys would describe the episode I, you were so good at that. I felt like, okay, yeah, I know exactly what was going on. So regardless of whether I had watched it or not, um, your description made it come alive. Oh, wonderful. That's great. Love that. Yeah. That's funny. We have a number of viewers who, or not viewers, we have a number of listeners who have barely if ever watched the show, which I, I just love that they could still get something out of the podcast and, and still enjoy it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and I love, you know, the things you put on Instagram and um, that would be really, I'm not a FaceTime person, but, um, or Facebook person, but, you know, sometimes, and especially looking at re- the recipes and what they look like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great on on Instagram. Love that. Yeah, Zoe is then, so good at photographing the the food. It nice. just it makes it even more like you read the recipe and you're like that looks cool and then you see the pictures and you're like oh no that looks cool. Yes. <laughs> I want to eat that. Exactly. That's my goal. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I am. Well, you talked about laughing at news, whether present or 90s news. I'm curious, is there anything um, that stood out that we talked about over the season, news articles or just 90s pop culture moments that stood out to you as like favorites or just sticking in your memory? Well, you know, having lived through it, so, of course, all the Clinton junk, that was there, but I loved, and, and so, um, and you reminded me guys, you know, right at the end of the nineties was the Y2K, panic, you know, <laughs> and you know, that, that was, and there, there are things that you guys would, would mention that, 
you know, I'd totally forgotten about, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, brought it back. And that's why listening to when you would talk about fashion or culture things that were mm-hmm. going on, that was, that was fun because then I'm going, oh yeah. One of the things I have to say though, of all the things you discussed, when you were talking about, and this is getting, stop me if this is getting into another area, but when you were asking about or discussing the music mm-hmm. of the 90s, but wow, like Monica was in there all the time, oh, yeah. right? She was all <laughs> over it. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I don't know that I've ever heard her sing. And do I care to? <laughs> I didn't bother <laughs> to look it up. But that was the one thing that I really didn't mm-hmm. recognize any of, or mo- a, a lot. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't say not but a lot of the songs you guys talked about. That was the one thing that was fascinating to me was I thought, well, I wasn't listening to that kind of music, I guess. Yeah. So. No, I, I get it, mom. I felt very similarly. There was a lot of, I think the sort of hip hop or that style of music while I hear it and I go, wow, that sounds really nineties. Um, or maybe I have heard a song here and there. There was a lot of songs that I was like, this was just not what we were listening to when I was growing up. I mean, we were listening to mom had smooth jazz Mm -hmm. and, um, or we were listening to oldies or rock rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. That, that's- I was just going to say, uh, we listen to a lot of oldies and and like you said, like classics and also for my mom, a lot of classic like folk music and stuff like that too growing up. But I think it's interesting because I'm only a couple of years older than Heather, but I think I was sort of starting to get a little more into the cusp of teenagerdom and maybe listening to a little bit more pop music or at least hearing mm-hmm. it, even if I didn't necessarily listen to yeah. it on my own um, a little bit more so. But yeah, I mean, I definitely, it was hit or miss. I mean, definitely new TLC and some of the other, like Ricky Martin, some of mm-hmm. those were mm-hmm. definitely, you know, things that I knew of and heard, but there were, there were also a few in there that I had certainly never heard, like the R. Kelly song. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, and the the boy and girl bands, I mean, yeah, we all knew them. And of course, Britney and Madonna, Mm -hmm. they were all big Mm -hmm. in the 90s. But if you ask me to name one of their songs, there's there's no way I could name their song. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was just interesting, you know? So, I mean, I know what the answer to this is, but I'm curious, what were you doing in late 1998, early 1999? Um, working and raising three kids. <laughs> a little bit busy. <laughs> and <Yeah>. running out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, you know, I was trying to think, did we ever go to movies? Yeah. We, I mean, we did fun things. We did fun things as a family. Is that what you're asking, Heather? I'm not sure exactly. I was just curious. Um, it was something I remember we asked Howard, like, what was he doing around this time? And it was something I thought, like, what were you doing around the same yeah, just time? Like, what were you up to in life in general? Like, where where were you yeah. working in, oh. in 98, 99? I was at uh, John Muir uh, mm-hmm. and doing um, home health. Yeah. And because I'd gone back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we had been working in acting, but needed to have some, um, more regular (laughs) real life work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Real life income. (laughs) So where were were the Kellogg's living at that time? We were in uh, Northern California, East Bay, uh, in Alamo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And John Muir was big, uh, medical. And so Rich and I, uh, and Heather, Hmm. uh, were all working um, in the artist community and commercial, you know, work, art, mm-hmm. film, you know, TV, commercial, whatever. Film. Whatever gig would come up that would pay, basically. <laughs> yeah. And Rich continued. He, Rich was actually uh, the number two paid voiceover actor in the Bay Area wow. at that oh, time. Oh, wow. That's great. Um, but still, you know, the income from that is up and down and with pre you know facing college and all that we decided that we needed a steady income so i went back into medicine 
and uh, John Muir at the time was a big hospital uh, in the area. So mm-hmm. I worked for them. Yeah, because 98 was when Melissa, my sister, graduated from high school, and that's when she was going to college. So yeah, that's right. You, got, you guys so, had to do figure um, something out. So you, you weren't just raising kids. You were raising teenagers. <laughs> and she was going to a private college. Too. She chose a private college. <laughs> but it worked out great. So that was important. Nice. But yeah, so that was why I shifted down uh, to that path. Yeah. yeah at sense. that point. Well, you talked a little bit about enjoying the podcast, which... Thank you for saying all those really nice things. And I, I'm curious, has listening and listening to how kind of we've dissected episodes or dissected jokes, has has listening changed the way you think about TV and comedy or the way you watch TV and comedy now? Totally, you know, and I was thinking about that exact question because you know, working in the film industry or working in commercials, you have, when you watch a movie, you suddenly see it from a totally different paradigm. You're looking for the technical aspects. You're looking for, you Mm -hmm. know, you know what's going on behind the scenes because you've been there. Right. With listening to you guys, I had no clue about comedy and I understand some of the camera work, of course, you were talking about one camera versus two or three, you know, single shots, whatever. But when you were, you were talking about, you know, the threes in comedy and then the, then the ABC plots, I never even considered that, never even had heard of that before. And so, yes, listening to your analysis of stuff made me start to pay attention. To that, and uh, so that's where I said you guys shifted my paradigm um, and gave me an edge. Yeah, because I, you know, that's just pretty natural for you. And I know when you were talking with Howard, I mean, it was like you guys were so on the same page as far as dissecting all that. And I get that because that's what you do. And so it was just really interesting for me to learn that. I love that. So what do you, what comedies have you been watching that you've been noticing that in? Just out of curiosity. Um, I'm ready for mom to butcher the, the name of this TV show. I already know she's going to. I know, really. Well, it's on Netflix and it's um, Grace and Frankie. Oh, oh yeah. Um, That's great. Are you guys familiar with Grace and Frankie? Oh, yeah. And then, um, uh, okay, yeah, God's Chosen Idiot. We were God's watching favorite that together. Idiot. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. I haven't seen right. it yet. You but... knew I was going to butcher it. <laughs> yeah. What, the last but, time I was there, um, we watched we watched it. And every time mom mentioned it, she said a different, different version <laughs> different of it. Of, yeah. God's favorite stupid. <laughs> no, God's chosen <laughs> dummy. What's the... Uh, it was... I love it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, that one. And then um, the other one that I also paid attention to, and Heather, what's the soccer one? See, I never remember the name of these things. Ted Lasso. We, Ted Lasso. Show, Ted Lasso. Yes. I love that show. Way do too. Just love it. And it's so smart. The writing yeah, is, it is just so smart. And that's what I appreciate about these things. Um, like, Grace and Frankie, I think that's off now, but it got sloppy. It mm-hmm. didn't, it wasn't, it started off so smart. Yeah. And then it just kind of, you know, dwindled away. And um, the last episode, it was like, okay, they, they were tired. They were done. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, it, it, um, you can, to see that and, and uh, to be able to understand those nuances rather than just watching it you know, kind of with, without the insight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. It's tough with a show like Grace and Frankie that is more serialized. Like it has an overarching story. I mean, I just see this over and over again in shows that has an overarching narrative. It's just really, you know, it's hard to keep that going for many Mm -hmm. seasons and still keep it interesting and fresh. I mean, there's a reason that sitcoms were originally like very episodic. It's just, it's just jokes, you know what I mean? Versus story, which is kind of easier in some ways, I think. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, so fascinating. Cool. Very cool. Well, okay. So let's, well, first, before we move on to the second part, any, anything else friends related that mom, you want to say? I enjoyed when you guys were talking about the fashion on the show, because Mm -hmm. that's something that's always fun for me. And it's a kind of a background and, and something I paid attention to. And I actually do remember. And of course, the one thing that is all the 90s that I remember so distinctly was everybody copying Jennifer Aston's haircut. Oh, Aniston, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston's haircut. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. Everybody, you know, had that haircut. And of course, everybody had their scrunchies and acid wash jeans and tube tops, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, so that, but you guys would comment on, and particularly, you know, like Phoebe's was often the most interesting, I think, yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I would look back and, and look and watch an episode of, like, oh, yeah, that that was really cool. I do remember that. So that's the only other thing I have to say. About yeah, I life. feel like Phoebe's butterfly clips really, yeah. those really touched deep for me because I feel like that yeah. was a that was a pretty big staple in my life. That was a part of my life oh, as well. Totally. Yes, for sure. Mom, yeah. mom would do oh, the whole head. like headband of butterfly clips where like take a nice. little section, do a oh, clip, yeah. and, and you'd oh, have, yeah. you know, alternating colors. Nice. Yeah. Right. That's a great hairstyle. Yeah. I know. There are some yeah. classic pictures. We should probably find some of those and post them on Instagram. I yeah. Agree. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll yep. we'll have to see if uh, we got them. House from those years too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, having just pulled out every photo album that I ever made with all you kids, wow. we definitely have some. Yeah. Yes. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother interview. <laughs> we won't we won't go there. <laughs> Maybe a special episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pam talks about exactly. Not her family. Or food or anything. <laughs> so so then- yeah. And Heather, I remember when you mentioned that butterfly clips uh on the on the show and i thought oh yeah that's right perfect love that oh yeah okay so mom okay. how yeah how how would you consider yourself as a cook what is your proficiency level oh i would say pretty good i'm pretty comfortable um i don't mind trying new things and what I love, though, is to look at something that looks amazing and doesn't have 40,000 ingredients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Agreed. I like it simple and straightforward. Yeah. And, of course, organic whole food is my jam. Nice. And so, yeah, that's – so, like any of the recipes, they I I love them because they were – you know, and I know, Zoe, you tried to keep them that way. You tried yeah. to keep them very user-friendly. Absolutely. Um, and I mm-hmm. love that. That's great. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for when when creating recipes is for them to feel feel inviting and user-friendly and not overwhelming or yeah. like something that's going to be totally exhausting. You don't want to get to the dinner and just totally. be so overwhelmed yeah. by like what yeah. just happened. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's exactly right. And who has time for that? And, yeah. the, you know, it's just, it's not, it's, it's not fun. Yeah, exactly. And Zoe, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if Heather shared this with you, but when she was here, a couple of times she was here and we, um, I requested that she, you know, make some of these recipes. And mm-hmm. so we did, I think Heather, it was the first time you were here and we did Seattle burgers. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was. The first time I'd had a meat hamburger in oh, wow. 25 years. Oh my God. Zoe, applause, wow. standing ovation to you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Wow, that's I really mean, saying something. Yeah. So, and then I moved on and we did do the meatball sandwich. Nice. Or did, nice. Anna, were you here when we did that? Yeah, we you we made did the meatballs, the meatballs yeah. and we did it with a mushroom cream sauce instead of the mm-hmm. instead of the That's marinara. Right. Nice. Yeah. 
I yeah. love that. I love that you've been trying the recipes yeah. and that uh, Heather did mention you guys had made a bunch together, which I just love that. And that's so fun. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. And I still have all oh, those fireballs. They were oh just my gosh. amazing. Heather, Heather, you were here when we made the fireballs, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> and they were, I mean, everybody was here and like they were gone in like a nanosecond. Wow. wow. What's so cool is that we had fireball, you know, what you rolled it in, the, the cinnamon, sugar. the spice, the cayenne, you know. Yeah. We had a big bunch of that left over. I have used that in so many different things that wow. needed a Ooh. punch. Ooh. Yeah. Like and what? I was just trying to think. I know you were going to ask. I knew you were going to ask. Because <laughs> okay. I have oh, some I left have, over I too and I haven't too. used it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking um, it'd be good as like a I coating think, on cookies or something like that too. Well, I did. I did it. No, you know what it was? The brownies. I didn't make the, um, you know, the brownies that you mm-hmm. guys made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I made those, the hot brownies or whatever they're called. Um, I made my own brownies. I had added cayenne and off. I had, instead of water, sometimes I add um, Kahlua or butter shots. Nice. You know, and that makes them really rich. And so I did sprinkle the sugar, the spicy sugar on top. That's awesome. Everybody thought they were the bomb. Yeah. I, I did love that, that for a group that there. Yeah. And so, so yeah, that was good. And then you guys talked about sprinkling them over the party nut. And I oh, thought yeah. they, that oh, would yeah. be delicious, you know? So, I mean, it's, I have used it in other ways. I just can't remember. Um, <laughs> no, I love that. Just, That's so cool. I love that you're using that. Cause yeah, I think I still have some in my kitchen too. So yeah, getting some inspiration. Yeah, it makes a lot. You know, the tepanade, I love doing um, nibble boards. We do that frequently here. We love wine, Mm -hmm. and I love to look up, based upon the wine, what flavor profiles, you know, go with that. And um, so I've even messed with different olives on the tepanade, you know, based upon, you know, if we were doing a zin or we were doing a cab or, you know, what those different flavor profiles call Mm -hmm. for different kind of olives so yeah that's cool i would never have thought of changing up the olives i guess i've only made the tapenade that tapenade recipe the one time and that was my first time yeah. making tapenade and so i wouldn't I, would, I guess i wouldn't have thought of i know that there are so many different olives and i just don't know enough about them to know right. which ones do which and so i love that you looked up kind of which olives would go yeah. well with what wine and then made the tapenade from that Exactly. Well, and uh, even um, uh, when we did this just most recent tasting of, um, we did different zins with this friends of ours that have very sophisticated palates. He actually sells wine, so he knows about wine. Yeah. And um, all the everything I did, all the all the nibble board, it all was profiled by to enhance the flavor of you know the zinfandel and so mm-hmm. you can i you, know, you can look this stuff up and it's really easy and so even the type of chocolate that i had to pair the amount of cacao in it i think would impact and oh we lost you oh no pam 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 kellogg can you hear us i can now oh, good could there you, you hear are. me before Hi. I was I was rattling on and on and you, oh, you, no. you rattled or you kind of cut out. You were just, I think you were trying to say how the levels of cacao can impact the flavors oh. of the wine and such. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. You got it. That was it. Great. <laughs> Great. Well, mom, thank you, Pam Kellogg. Thank you so much for sharing your your thoughts, your feelings, your favorites and all of that. Any any final thoughts or something that you wish we asked you that we didn't or anything else you mm-hmm. want to add on to uh, to wrap this up? I don't think so. There were just Oh, I do. Yes, there is something I want to say that the the guests that you guys chose 
really impacted how fun it made the show and mm, yeah. and the way you interviewed. And even though all the guests were different, mm-hmm. they sparked your quick wits and your great responses just in different ways. And yeah. so that made each show interesting. And so I just, I wanted to highlight that because it, yeah. it, you never knew what was coming with yeah. you guys. And I think that's another reason what was so engaging for me. I love that. Our so, guests were really so, amazing and all yeah. very different. <laughs> um, I did want to ask, I love that you made a bunch of things from the podcast. Did you have a personal favorite from what you've made? Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, we've done the Seattle Burgers. We've done that several times. Nice. That's always um, a good sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the schmear, the salmon schmear. Oh, I've yeah. done that a couple times. Nice. Um, and nibble boards all the time. Yeah, I love that. And haven't done the fireballs again because, <laughs> I mean, it's just like we need, you know, to have a lot of people here to gobble yeah. them up. It's a little <laughs> um, bit of a production for sure. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the brownies, those were awesome. I do have on my list, I never got the pizza scones or oh, the peanut yeah. butter granola. They look amazing. Nice. And Zoe, I do have to say in my um, fridge is a baked garlic infused olive oil that nice. you talk about having that yep. in your fridge as a go-to at all times. Okay. And yes, that is miraculous. It is there. Thank you. Oh, I love that. That <laughs> makes me so happy. Yeah, um, actually, Zoe, I'll thank you for that also, because nice. the last time I visited, I made some eggs and I yes. used the garlic oil on the eggs yes. and it like, it was out of control. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. I love it. Wonderful. It's just so, those, li- it's Zoe, just these little gonna things. To, you're going to have to come visit and I'd love to. cook. Oh my gosh. You I know, that would be really, really Absolutely. fun. That sounds amazing. Oh. All right. Well, thank you guys for all your work and um, your energy is so great. So whatever frame, whatever um, venue you use it in, um, let me know. I will listen. Well, thank you so much for being such a great listener. And, you know, it really meant a lot to me too. Every time Heather would just share your feedback on the latest episode or that you cooked something. Um, yeah, it's, it's very appreciated because we do put a lot into the podcast and it really means a lot to know that, you know, people are out there really, really, really engaging with it. Um, that means a lot to me. So. So thank you so much. And benefiting, benefiting by it. You bet. That makes me really happy. All right. Keep up the good work, you guys. Thanks. You too. (laughs) All right. It's fun being on the show. All right. Love you, Mom. Bye. Bye Bye. for now. You guys still there? Yep. Yes. Oh, no. Okay, good. Oh, phew. Suddenly, it was very quiet. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Easy.